Hey guys, welcome back to the Creative Living Podcast. I just wanted to introduce the episode really quickly because it was it was one that I recorded last summer, so many months ago. And because it, I recorded it so long ago, I was using just like whatever my first mic was, and it's kind of quiet. And it was actually like a freeform podcast and then getting a trying to get a transcript of that, even with using like five different methods, because it was so quiet, it just wouldn't pick up on the mic or it wouldn't, you know, translate, you know, without having to pay, you know, for it and stuff. So anyway, I was just tired of dealing with it. So I'm just going to release it as is, which means it's on the quiet side. If you're using headphones or like earbuds or whatever to listen to, it's not going to be a problem. Um, But if you're trying to just listen to it on your phone or something, I think it's going to be on the quiet side, kind of like the first two episodes. And I'm sorry, but you know what? Maybe this is a great podcast episode to release after the one two weeks ago, which was on perfectionism and kind of, you know, sometimes being okay with things being less than perfect. Yeah. Um... I also want to say a lot of times when I'm talking about some of this inner work and unblocking that I do in order to be more creative and to free myself up to be my most creative self, I use the word God as like the, you know, person or source that I'm hearing truth from. That's just because I'm really comfortable with that word. That feels okay for me. But if that makes you feel uncomfortable, just replace it with source or universe or something like that because... There is a truth that we all hear from, and sometimes it's our higher self inside of us. Sometimes it's a truth outside of us, Um, but there definitely is wisdom that is always ready to speak to us whenever we need help. And that's just one thing I've been learning even more and more recently is that there's more help available to us than I think we're aware of. And it's been really interesting kind of testing out new ways of asking for help and seeing them show up in other ways. Uh, It's been really cool. It's been really cool. So anyway, I just want to do that quick introduction. I hope you still give it a listen because there's some really good, um, I think, valuable lessons in here because this is just me sharing about real events that happened in my real life and real... um, you know, advice that I got and took action with and just the freedom I saw from that. So yeah, to be our most true, authentic, free, creative selves, we have to be willing to kind of do the shadow work, you know, do that inner work that I'm blocking and deal with some of the uh, things that come up and trigger us throughout the days. And that's what this episode is all about. Hey guys, welcome back to the Creative Living Podcast. So today I want to share just kind of some intimate things that happened this past week um, and some things that I learned and have grown from and I'm actively now putting into my life um, because this is a huge part of my lifestyle. This is a huge part of this creative lifestyle that I've built and that I live and that um, it's just my everyday. And so I want to share it with you guys because I think it will be helpful to kind of just see um, in a little bit of its raw form, but also in a just, you know, it's been a few days, so I'm refining it a little bit um, with thoughts and with reflection and um, with action as well. Um, and just so you can kind of see what it looks like on someone else, and maybe there's a way to apply it to your life if you think it would be helpful. Or maybe you do something similar. Maybe 
this resonates with you because it, it's really something that you do. Um, so anyway, you know, one of my philosophies on life is that there's always good that comes from bad. Um, I just, I see things that way. I can always um, see the silver lining or however you want to do it. I'm an optimist, glass half full, however you want to say it. Um, and I have a few actual, like, thoughts about this. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into those right now. My philosophies on why that is, but it's there. It's always been there. And I just, I just believe it to be true. It's just a belief. It's not like a thought. It's, you know, not just like stuck in my head. It's an actual belief, like inside of me. Um, and I also believe that growth absolutely comes from challenges. So when I have challenges in my life, I try to actively be excited about them um, in some form because I know that growth is going to come out of it if I'm willing to. And that's really shifting, you know, our mindset from being a victim mentality of like, oh, oh, this is so bad. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Oh, everyone around me is not having to deal with this. You know, all those victim kind of things, which are absolutely true. <laughs> like a lot of times, yes, <laughs> this is not what's happening to your friends or to your peers or whatever. <clears throat> but staying in that mindset absolutely will not serve you. And it actually um, stops you from getting to walk through the trial and get the growth out of it. Get that um, leveling up that's going to come on the other side of it the process and I also just believe that the universe is always working for me that these things that are happening that they're they're not against me that they're for me even when they feel against me even when they feel awful I'm like okay what is this for you know like can I be patient enough and can I have the eyes and the ears to hear and see what good this is gonna do um, so really that's where that's like some of the philosophy that this kind of experience is coming from but basically um last friday so this is um i'm recording this on a when tuesday on a tuesday um last friday i just had a really rough day with my three-year-old um you know behavior wise he's always been a little more challenging than some of my other kids um but part there's so many reasons why like part of it is i did create this business when he was one and so Maybe I haven't been completely as hands-on as I have with the other kids. I mean, for sure, that's the case. Even though I've been intentional, um, I mean, for sure, there's been, you know, times where I could have been more, you know, hands-on with him or whatever. Um, and I've, he spent a lot of times with his sisters, you know, where it would have been me um, because they are older and they can hang out with them. And, and he had a great time. But anyway, so there's that. And then also the way his brain works is just completely different and he is very much boy like he likes moving his body and stuff and um he's just like his dad he likes to tinker with stuff he likes to build things and take it apart he wants to know why things are working a certain way he likes building you know he likes power tools and and i love power tools um but anyway you can't do power tools 12 hours a day or 14 hours a day whatever the day looks like um and so it just becomes challenging um with a kid who just who just wants to do his interest all day long and anyway I think because of some of those things and then just his age in general um, he's had some behavioral issues where he just you know he wasn't respecting me um, he would be unkind in some ways and you know it just was overall 
Brutus, it was a bad day. So it was like normally we have ups and downs or we have mostly ups or whatever. Today was just like mostly downs. It was a hard day. And so at the end of the day, you know, it was this big, huge, you know, discussion with my husband and I because it was like, oh my gosh, like we don't want our son, you know, turning into an unkind person or, you know, getting in the habit of being disrespectful and that like being wired in his circuitry and then now it's just habit you know it's not even like it's subconscious he's not even thinking about him you know you know cocking his head to the side or saying no or you know not asking politely or whatever he's just doing the opposite behavior and it's just a habit right because it got wired in so we're we're having this big discussion and it really i just got super emotional because it made me feel like man i am like failing at this like i I want my son to be okay like oh my gosh I can't even imagine if you know some of these fears that I was feeling would be true and you know like maybe I need to quit quit working like maybe I need to shut down the business for a year and really focus on on him and then that brought up a whole hit a whole like host of issues because then I was like oh my gosh that sounds equally bad like oh my gosh like what would I do if I didn't have this creative outlet anyway so all that was happening is bubbling to the surface and um my husband and I were just hanging out on the beach and I was just being quiet and allowing God to speak in the moment um a lot of times in these vulnerable moments where those emotions are really running high um this is a great time for us to listen it's a great time to be quiet um so if you're a journaler you know get out your journal write this stuff down um, or, you know, just go outside, get to a quiet place, somewhere you feel comfortable, and just be quiet and listen and, and hear what's coming up, whether it's from yourself or from, you know, someone that you trust and, and um, talk with these things out. So anyway, um, basically I want to share with you what I felt like God was saying to me. And he, I mean, it was so great because he just like so clearly broke this stuff down. And we were just able to have this dialogue inside my head that was just so healing. So anyway, he said, you know, in regards to the business, like he's like, you don't have to quit your business, Deanna. You absolutely can be a present mom and a, you know, great leader in the community or whatever. I mean, I don't know if that's the words that he said. I don't think so. But like you, you can do your business. You can do this passion business and you can also be a great mom. He said, but there's a caveat you have to be more intentional than you're being right now with your life. And that was interesting because, you know, one of the huge things that my husband and I both do is we're very intentional with our work and we um, try to be very present with the kids and we try to make sure they are seen every single day. We spend one-on-one -on -one time with them. We have four kids and we, we just try to make sure they feel seen and loved and that's like actually some of our like core values. So yeah, it was like, you need to be more intentional. And I was like, okay, how, how do we need to do that? Like, how, how can I do that? And really he brought up these two things. Um, one was meal planning and one was like a chore chart, like being consistent. Um, and I've been homeschooling for 11 years. I have done many, many meal plans, but over the last two months, I've kind of let that just slide. And, you know, he was showing me like, oh, like, why do I have so much resistance towards, like, doing a meal plan? Like, when he said that, I was like, oh, you know, like, oh, like, that's such a mom thing to have to do. And, you know, that's its own thing in itself. Like, I still have a lot of uh, issue around, you know, my, like, identity as mom and 
this mom role or whatever, and I don't always love doing things that, in my head, I'm like judgmental towards, like, oh, that's such a mom thing to do. Um, like, I'm like a free spirit, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, so getting a meal plan back in place, and he was like, you know, you, you say it feels like a chain, like, like I'm putting you in a box, or it is putting you in a box by having these, these two systems, but really what it's giving you is freedom. It really is absolutely freeing you up. And I know that because I felt it before, but you know, you can get into like a pattern of thinking and a, and a pattern of believing where that no longer feels that way. Um, even though you know it in your head, you know, it doesn't feel that way. So anyway, that is what, what had happened with like the meal planning. So that's something I'm absolutely going to be putting back into place. And then, you know, just with the chores, like the kids um, helping out or a, a bit more like around the house, there's so many things that I do that they could do. And it's just not a really good use of my time, like cleaning up the toys in their yard before we have class. They should and could be doing those things for sure. Like that is a, a really good thing for them to do, not only because, you know, they made the mess and they should learn to pick it up and it's going to lead to healthy habits as an adult, but because I want them to be a part of this business. And, you know, it's something that my husband and I always say, but it's another way that we can do that of like hey no we have class we're all going to do this thing together um, because we're, we're living this life together this is not mom's business this is our business this is our family business right now you know um, anyway so there's those two things um, which I thought was was just really crazy but you know I, I thought it was really great too because he was like yes you can absolutely have both there's no reason you can't you just have to be more intentional and that's just something that's really important to to remember um, for those of us who are like moms and also running businesses, whether you're homeschooling and doing that as well, or you're just, you know, working outside of the house or your kids go to school or whatever it is, is that, you know, we are asking a bit more of ourselves and maybe a bit more of our family. Probably not really, but it does look different because I also remember working outside of the house and having, I had one child at the time, but he had special needs and it was, it was a lot. And it was really hard. It was really hard. So I know that it's super, super hard to like work outside of the house and do this as well. But regardless of the situation, if we're if having balance and having um, an intentional life with our family is important, we have to be more intentional and just look at ways that you can do that. Because we have this thing where, as a society, we are compartmentalized, and um, you know, like you know, we go to work and then we come home and then we have the weekend and we go to maybe church or whatever social activities that we do and they don't they don't like flow together they're not actually the same we're like we have different hats that we're putting on or whatever we're not bringing our, our full selves to each one they're not flowing they're not harmonious that's probably the better word for it they're not harmonious we don't have a harmonious life we have a compartmentalized life and so I see this in society like it's so obvious right to me that that's how a lot of us in the West like live certainly not everybody but God was saying you are compartmentalized in this part of your life and it was so shocking um, and he was saying you're getting your creative identity from your work right now like you are Rihanna <laughs> right you get to be Rihanna you get to be you know fun-loving and creative and like have all the ideas and just be flowy and excitable and I inspiring and motivating and, and encouraging and all these things in through your work of your business right your work with families and with moms 
in with children and teaching and creating creating this curriculum that we're always making for our classes and our camps and stuff like and it's so fulfilling right it feels like very rihanna to be able to do these things but then it's like oh now i've got to go cook dinner oh now we've got to like plan the lessons for the week oh now we've got to run the errands and go to the store and get the groceries and make the food and clean the bathroom and all of these things where I'm not being Rihanna in that. I'm being mom. And I think part of the reason why I talked about earlier where I have this, you know, weird identity thing, this judgment towards mom is because of me not being harmonious in this area of my life. Like, I, it, like I'm the cause of it. It has nothing to do with my work as a mom or my work out, you know, like in my business. It absolutely has something to do with my beliefs around it. And so it was just so crazy that he showed me this. And so, you know, I, I could look back and I could see how this wasn't always the case. Whenever my children were younger and I was really just deep into early childhood and we were doing Waldorf, um, you know, I was Rihanna as mom. Like I was you know, making their toys out of wood and I was painting them and I was having all these creative ideas of little activities to do with them. We were always in the in their little mud kitchen I made and I was always redoing it and we were hanging herbs and we were painting on canvases and we were, you know, just watching the chicken. Like we were doing all these beautiful, simple things. They were out there with me in the garden and I was very much fulfilled. I was very much satisfied in that, in that creative kind of Rihanna way um, where now I can, I can see it, you know, even from like last week, how it felt so different. Like the colors are different of me doing my work, whether it's on the computer or outside or physically teaching workshops or speaking, whatever it is. And then me, um, inside doing whatever or in the car running kids around or whatever it is, it, like the colors feel different. Like the saturation is, is totally turned down. I am not, and it's not because of the job. Can you see it? Like it is because I have not brought my full self to that area of my life. I mean, just wow. Just the way he showed me was so, so, so incredible. And so, ah, you know, like oh, knife to you, like, dang, I am the cause of this, you know, but I didn't see it before. I needed this, this interruption to happen in order to see it. Um, so the other thing, there was like three main things that he showed me around this was that I needed to relax. And this is not something new. This is not something that I'm hearing for the first time. My husband tells me this on a semi-frequent basis, um, but you know, sometimes you have to hear it in the right way, like it has to go through the right channels or something for it to like really resonate. And for me, you know, sometimes I have to have God present it to me in like a visual way, like where I just kind of see things in my mind's eye. And that's what had to happen this time. Like I, I, a bunch of things had like synchronistically happened to where whenever he said you need to relax, it would like clicked, you know, in my brain. And I was like, oh, that's what he means. Um, Cause I can know something and, and you guys, I'm sure relate to this. I can know something in my head. Oh yeah, that seems logical, right? But then knowing it like on a deeper visceral level is completely different. And especially in a way that where you're gonna take action from it. So, um, for instance, a few days before this incident happened on Friday, you know, I had mentioned to my husband, I was like, you know, I just, I felt like I just needed to go out to the beach, you know, and like, 
just relax, like just hang out there. Because um, how I operate is I'm a hard worker and I take about 20 minutes a day to like do nothing and that's usually when I'm eating lunch. I might watch something on YouTube um, or you know whatever, but it's about 20 minutes. I might just go outside and like watch the birds or whatever. Um, but it's like 20 minutes and then I'm, I'm done, right? Then I go back to whatever we're doing um, with the kids. And that feels pretty good to me, like that 20 minute break, you know, like I might bust out the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you know, and take a few bites, like, and, it, and I feel really good with that, like it's good, like it's not, I never feel like, oh, that's not enough, that's, I feel happy, I'm like, man, that's great, I took a 20 minute break, I gave that to myself, I needed to eat, um, I love ice cream, and now I can get on with my day being productive, I really love checking things off my list, um, makes me feel great, so that is how my day works, and I was like, no, I'm just gonna like go, you know, hang out on the beach for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour or whatever it was, and I was telling my husband about my day, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I just feel so guilty about it, though, and he was like, what? Why would you feel guilty, like, hanging out on the beach? He's like, if I was home, I would absolutely be out there, and I was like, like, I can picture you doing that. You're absolutely right. You know, like, him on the weekends is like, let me take a three-hour nap, and me on the weekends, I'm like, okay, what can I get done? Like, I've got you know, how I got two days and it's not even that because we do a lot of other stuff on the weekends, but you know, how can I make the most of this time so that I'm like more ready for Monday? And I know I'm not alone there, but it is a little crazy when you think of it from the outside, when you're not giving yourself any kind of a break at all. You're so focused on being productive and getting ready for the next thing. You're not in the moment. And so I could see that. And it's so interesting too, because, um, this new thing that God has shown me is, that I'm like, my brain's like super on fire about is flow, and I'm going to do a podcast about it in a few weeks, but um, relaxing is such a huge, huge part of flow, um, and it's just so cool that he showed me that and like revealed that to me right before this next phase that I'm in right now where I'm experimenting with flow and how to, how to get that more on like a daily basis and really um, make better use of my time as a, you know, entrepreneur, mom, homeschooler, that kind of thing. So anyway, it was just really, really cool. So I wanted, I want to say this next thing. So that's kind of how it went down, like m- me and God having this back and forth conversation and him showing me these things. And this all happened in like 20 minutes. Like this was not hours. This was like 20 minutes. He just laid it all out. I asked questions. He answered them. And it's generally, generally how it goes. Um, but this next part is so important. And this is something that um, I have been working on for maybe, maybe eight years or so. Um, I mean, I'm sure maybe longer than that, but for sure, I can tell you seven, eight years, um, where when God tells me something or when there's like a revelation that happens, maybe it's a self-realization, right? Um, or some wisdom, like from a friend, whatever. Something that I'm like, yes, I agree with that. I'm taking that in. I immediately take action. Um, it's so, so, so important to immediately take action to the things that we're learning, whether through a book, a self-help book, or through wisdom from a friend, or conversations with ourselves, journaling, self-revelation, whatever, um, to immediately take action. So that happened on a Friday night. Saturday, I told a friend about it. So I like verbally told someone, hey, this is what happened. This is what God told me. So that makes it stick in my mind more. So like whenever you share something um, with your voice, it automatically is like getting deeper into your, I don't know, your nest. It's just like, 
you're, you're going to remember it more. Like, it is like you're not going to forget it, right? Um, so just like, you know, whenever you, you write something down, you know, for like a test or whatever, like you're going to memorize it better, memorize it better. If you read it, you know, and then if you go and you teach it, like you're going to know that subject more and more. It's the same kind of thing. So that's what I did. I immediately did that, shared that with a friend. And then <laughs> I spent Saturday and Sunday on the beach. Um, I guess to clarify, so we live in, in a little city, I don't know, um, a little suburb of a city, I don't know what it is, um, on like about a half an acre, a little less than a half an acre actually, and we have, we just try to do as much as we can with the space, which is a whole nother podcast episode, but we have a garden and I have the outdoor studio back here and we have lots of places to sit and we have ducks and chickens and rabbits and in a greenhouse and bees and all this stuff in this little um little half acre that we have and part of it is we have a swimming pool and above ground swimming pool and like a little beach area that's gosh i need to measure it but it's probably 30 by 25 or something like that um not huge but it's got lots and lots of sand you can bury yourself in parts of it um you can totally dig your toes into it in any part that you sit and it's just like a wonderful relaxing place and it's one of the first things that we did on this piece of property that we're renting is we built a beach and anyway it is my happy place i love it and i know for a fact that last summer i was working so much that i don't even think i swam in the pool once i maybe got in the pool i don't remember i don't think so though um that and that just goes to show you like something that you love so much can literally be gosh 40 feet away from your back door and you cannot take advantage of it because your focus is in the wrong place, you know, or there's like something's just kind of out of balance. And so that's what I did for two days. And the incredible part about it was not that I did that. The incredible part is that I did not feel guilty about it. I truly took this new revelation from God to heart and was like, this relaxing is being obedient and it is good for me. Like it will pay off. Like if my um, standard of uh, measurement or whatever is productivity, this will pay off. This will actually lead to me being more productive. And that actually is a, is a fact. And we'll talk more about that in the flow podcast. But, um, anyway, it was so good. I even went to target by myself and just kind of like walked around, just kind of like perused. And I don't do that. I don't go to stores by myself. Like, who are you? (laughs) Some single person? Like, no, that is not my life. Um, just going to a store and just enjoying walking through and just having ideas and getting inspired and just not having someone, you know, constantly to keep up with or whatever. It was really, really wonderful. And I didn't feel bad about it. I didn't, I didn't feel guilty. So I hope this continues. I hope that I can keep this uh, good balance of relaxation with work and not feel guilty about it. But I wanted to share that with you guys because I'm hoping that you just kind of seeing firsthand these very like raw, um, I don't know, things that uh, I'm learning And what I do, you know, to put it into practice or whatever, helps you on your journey of intentional living and creative living. Because, you know, creativity is such a funny little thing, but we really need to be in a kind of a relaxed state in order to be really creative, right? Like, it's hard to just go and write whenever you're feeling, like, stressed or pressured, right? It's hard to, like go and make this beautiful piece of art when you're feeling like uptight like it's hard so this is so 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 important whenever these things come up that are huge issues 
instead of ignoring them, pushing them down, not even looking at them or not even noticing them, which would be the worst, looking at them and allowing truth, however you hear truth, to, to speak into it and then taking action is incredibly, incredibly important. So I hope this helped you guys. Um, I'd love to know um, if it does or if what practices you use in your life to like um, to see grow through challenges, to hear truth speaking into your life. I love to hear hear about those. So just DM me on Instagram. I'm at Warm Honey Toast. Um, I'd love to keep the conversation going. So until next time, bye.